When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now, 
You hold the ladder, sir, while I unlock the door. Of course. Mind you don't stumble on the carpet. Huh? You call this the, um, guest chamber? It was once. Hmm. It's a trifle depressing. No light of fire. No fire will burn in that grate, sir. The chimney's been clogged for years. Hmm. Must have been a fine old house then. What's it called? This is Wuthering Heights, sir. And the tall chap downstairs with the piercing eyes. That'll be Master Heathcliff, sir. And the once lovely lady who looks at him with fear? That's his wife, Mistress Isabella. Well, good night, sir. If you want anything, there's the bell rope. My name is Ellen. Well, thank you, Ellen. Good night. Oh, what is it? Oh. The window, the cat's broken, the window. Well, said that, I'll, I'll kill it. Beggar, and you'll never get mine. Henry, don't hit him now, 
to that stone. Don't get the problem if you ever cry when you're hurt. Like other people. Why should I cry? I'll pay him back someday. I don't care how long I wait if I can only pay him back. Heathcliff, don't say those things. Come, Heathcliff. Now Henry's gone, we can have our game at the castle again. I don't feel like playing at the castle. Sweetie, you always smile and laugh when we're there. Come on, Heathcliff. Don't sound so, Heathcliff. Sit here beside me. This is our castle. Castle. It's this Pennystone Crag, and you know it. This is your castle, and your prince in disguise. Tell me about it again. Well, it's all true. Cross my heart. Your father was Emperor of China, and your mother, Queen of India. You were kidnapped by wicked sailors and brought to England. Don't make fun of me, Kathy. I'm not making fun of you. You're a really and truly prince, and I'm your slave. No. You're my queen, Kathy. And you'll always be my queen. You hear? Yes, Miss Kiss. Your queen. And that's the way they grew up, wild and free, roaming the moors together. But Henry grew more and more jealous. Kathy was 18 and Henry passed 21 when Mr. Earnshaw died. Good man. He never saw the evil of life and raised his kiss like his own son. But on the very day of his funeral... You're not going into that room to look at my father's body? Why? He loves me more than you. He's past your wheedling now. I'm master of Wuthering Heights. If you want to stay here, we've need for a stable boy. A stable boy? That or get out. And that's what he became. Heathcliff, who had lived under this roof as one of the family, was a stable boy. Well, give me a hand up to my saddle. Very well. Sir, you gypsy beggar. How many times must I tell you? Sir, that's better. By the time I come back in the morning, I want these stables scrubbed. Scrubbed, you understand? If you're not, I'll thrash you to my arm drop. Heathcliff. Heathcliff. Yes, Kathy. Oh, Heathcliff, I heard him. How much longer are you going to stand this? I don't know what you mean. Look at you. Dirty and unkempt and in rags. Why aren't you a man? Why don't you run away? Run away? From you? You could come back weeks and take me away. Why aren't you a prince like we said long ago? Why don't you rescue me, Heathcliff? Kathy, Kathy, come away with me now. Now? Where? Anywhere. You mean leave as we are? Live in haystacks? Steal our food? Oh, no, Heathcliff. That isn't what I want. Well, you just want me to go off alone. Oh, no, Kathy, No. That I won't do. I've stayed here since your father's death. I've been beaten and cursed like a dog, abused and driven mad. Just so I could be near you. And like a dog, I'll stay to the end. Yet he slipped his right. Your guilt was too much even for his great love, and he disappeared. Cassie found the new world in her first introduction at Lincoln Manor with Edgar Linton and his sister Isabella, both Cassie's in. Music and laughter were there, and it was a safe from Wuthering Heights. Edgar Lincoln fell madly in love with Kathy. They were constantly together. Then one evening, Edgar brought Kathy home in a pony cart. As quickly as I could, I tried to warn her. My hand down from the cart, Miss Kathy. Thank you, Edgar. Oh, Ellen, we had the most marvelous time. Kathy, come here. Excuse me, Edgar. Something wrong, Ellen? Heathcliff's back. Heathcliff? When did he come back? Last night. He talked so 
That's right. The dirty stable boy can't come near you lest he soil your dress. But who soils your heart, Cassie? Who turns you into a cheap, vain, ambitious fool? Linton does. You let yourself be loved by him because it pleases your stupid, greedy vanity. Stop it. Thief or beggar is all you were born to be. Kneeling beside the road, begging for favors. Not earning them, but whimpering for them with your dirty hands. No. All I am to you now is a pair of dirty hands. Well, have them then. Have them where they belong. No, Kathy. It doesn't help to strike you. Well, Heathcliff, I'll thank you to stay out of my kitchen. Is Kathy still with him? Yes, she is. What's the matter with you? What are you staring at? Oh, Ellen. Ellen, I want to crawl to her feet, beg to be forgiven for loving her, for needing her more than my own life. I don't care, Ellen. I don't care if she loves Linton or whom she loves. But she'll only look at me and say my name. Oh, Heathcliff. Ellen! She's coming now. Get out here. You know, I'll wait outside the door. No, you can't. I want to be where I can see her. Here. Heathcliff. Ellen, where are you? Oh, there you are. Yes, Miss Cathy. Has uh, Mr. Linton gone? He just left. Oh, Ellen, I've some wonderful news for you. Edgar has asked me to marry him. And what did you say? I'm to give him my answer tomorrow. Cathy, do you love him? Of course. Why? Oh, that's a silly question. Because he's handsome and pleasant to be with. Not enough. Well, then, because he'll be rich someday. And I'll be the finest lady in the county. Oh, Ellen. It would be heaven to escape from here. What about him? Heathcliff. Heathcliff. He gets worse every day. It would degrade me to marry him. I wish he'd never come back. What is that? I think. Nothing but wind, perhaps. Well, my darling... If Master Edgar in his beautiful home means heaven to you, you'd better enter that heaven and take your place among the Linton angels. The only thing is, I wonder if I belong in heaven. I dreamed once I was there, and I broke my heart with weeping to come back to earth, to the deep moors. The angels were so angry they flung me back, and I awoke on top of Wuthering Heights, sobbing with joy. So, Evan... I suppose I've really no more business marrying Edgar Linton than I have of being in heaven. But, Ellen, Ellen, what can I do? You're thinking of Heathcliff. Who else? He seems to take pleasure in being mean and brutal. And yet, he's more myself than I am. Whatever our souls are made of, his and mine are the same. The little happiness he's known, I've known too. If everything else in the world died and only Heathcliff remained, life would still be full for me. Ellen, I am Heathcliff. Excuse me, I heard... Miss Cathy. Yes, Joseph. Heathcliff's taken Master Hindley's best horse. He's gone. Gone? Ellen, Ellen, did he hear what I said? Yes, Miss Cathy. How much did he hear? I'm not sure. But I think to where you said it would degrade you to marry him. No.
stormy winter night a century ago, a traveler Lockwood sat in the musty guest room at Wuthering Heights, listening to the story told him by the old servant, Ellis. Yes. 
But he doesn't know it yet. I imagine it will be a shock when Henry discovers his gambling and liquor debts were paid up for him by by his former stable boy. Heathcliff, you can't have done that. That's as underhanded a piece of work as ever I heard of. If I'd known Hindley was in such financial straits that his holdings were being stolen by a stranger... May I remind you, Mr. Edgar Linton, that I am not a stranger. I am merely a neighbor. Now I'll say goodnight. Wait, Heathcliff. Well? I want you to know that we sometimes have friends who come here, Edgar. Edgar and I. And you're welcome to come, too. But not with the old scowl on your face. Or that old bitterness in your heart. Thank you, my dear friend, Cathy, for the warning. Oh, I, I just remembered... I forgot to congratulate you on your your marriage. May I now express my delight. Good night. Edgar, I think you behaved abominably. What? And you too, Kathy. What in thunder do you mean? Well, you could at least have been civil. You dismissed him as if he'd been a servant. Do you consider him anything else? I find he's grown fascinating and distinguished. Really, Isabella? I hope I misunderstand. Well, you don't. We see all too few people... And I, for one, start be rude. If he ever calls again. Edgar, I... I greatly dread what the future will bring. No nonsense, darling. I tell you, the past is dead. That's all, Joseph. I'll occupy the master bedroom. Yes, sir. You'll stay on, of course. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, shall I pack Master Hindley's things? No. Just move them out of the master's bedroom. He'll remain under this roof. Master Hindley, sir? Yes. He gave me a roof once when I needed it. Joseph, I take it he's drinking a great deal. Yes, sir. The Dr. Kenneth has ordered him not to. Give him all the drink he wants. Yes, sir. Uh, a lady's waiting to see you, sir. A lady? From Lincoln Manor, sir. Oh, why didn't you tell me? In the future, Joseph. Announce visitors immediately. Disappointed, sir? Not at all. I was passing by. My horse went in. I see. I just want to tell you I'm serious with my brother and Kathy. They received you most shamefully last night. Your brother didn't send you with this apology. Oh, no. In fact, he's forbidden me to... To speak to me. Yes? And Kathy also forbade you. Yes. Then, in all the moorland, you're my only friend. I... I would like to be. Thank you. Miss Linton, I enjoy frankness. You didn't come here to apologize. And your horse can go lame. Right. You came because you're lonely. Because the house you live in is too happily wedded for an outsider. Because it's no joy to ride the moors alone. Is that right? Yes. Then, my dear, you needn't be lonely anymore. Oh. You think it's strange that I should kiss you? Right. I don't know. You hate it? No. I see you like frankness, too. The same strange power that Heathcliff had held over Cathy, he seemed to hold over Isabella, too. Against her brother's wishes, she came often to Wuthering Heights, and she was seen many times with Heathcliff riding across the moors. Then one night, there was a party at Linton Manor. Heathcliff had not been invited, but he came as Isabella's guest. But his looks were all for Kathy. Dark, brooding looks, until the guests grew uncomfortable and left before the evening had well begun. Later that night, Kathy went to Isabella's room. 
Isabella, may I come in? If you wish. Are you getting ready for bed? Yes. Oh, I can get a lovely dance tonight. May I speak to you for a moment? Well? Isabella, you behaved as gracefully tonight. In what way, may I ask? It was bad enough asking Heathcliff here without consulting or You have forbidden me. But to throw yourself at him the way you did. Well, you refused to dance with him. I had to dance every dance as a result. You vain little fool. Really, Kathy? I'm going to open your eyes. Isabella, don't you see he's using you? Don't you see he's using you to be near me, to smile at me behind your back? To try to rouse something in my heart that's dead? It's you who are vain and foolish, Kathy. Heathcliff is in love with me. Not a lie. It's not a lie. He told me so. He's kissed me. Yes, kissed me. Held me in his arms. Told me he loves me. I'm going to your brother. Yes, go to Edgar. Tell him Heathcliff has asked me to marry him. And that I have said yes, you hear? Yes. You can't, Isabella. He's not a man. He's something horrible and dark to live with. I know why you say such things. Because you love him. You're mad with jealousy at the thought of my marrying him. Because you want him to pine for you. Dream of you. Die for you. While you're safe as the lovely Mrs. Edgar Linton. You want to hurt him. Destroy him. But I want to make him happy. And I will. I will. I won't say I'm not surprised to see you. Does Edgar know? He wouldn't approve. Heathcliff, is it true? Is what true? Did you ask Isabella to marry you? Did you? <laughs> Heathcliff, you mustn't do this villainous thing. She's never harmed you. No, Catherine. But you have harmed me. Then punish me. That's what I intend to do. How? Every moment I hold her in my arms, when I kiss her, when I promise her life and happiness, you'll be punished. Marry her to do that? Yes. To teach you the ways of pain and the awful hell I'm in. Heathcliff, if there's anything human left in you, don't make me a partner to this crime. Kathy, if your heart were only stronger than your dull care for the world and its conventions, I'd live silent, content in your shadow, begging for an occasional word or thought, as I used to do. But no, no, Kathy, no. You had to destroy me with that weakness you call virtue. You had to keep me tormented with that cruelty you think so pious. How have I been cruel? You wished to be known as the finest lady in the county. You wanted your luxury and your light. At the same time, you wanted to keep me your despairing lover. Heathcliff, that's not true. Now that I am returned, had you given me the smile of love, I might have been content. So now, Kathy, you needn't think of me as your despairing and foolish lover. You can think of me as Isabella's husband and be glad for my happiness. As I am for yours. In the crumbling house on Wuthering Heights a hundred years ago, the candle burns low in the dreary guest room. There is no sound but the wind outside and the hushed voice of the old maid servant as she tells her story. married her out of revenge, the same revenge that made him keep Henry here, slowly drinking himself into the grave. Isabella learned the reason for her marriage to his death, but she was powerless to do anything. Then one day, Dr. Kenneth, an old friend, came to see her. He had come that morning from Lincoln Manor. I tell you, Isabella, 
Go back where you belong, to Edgar's house. Edgar disowned me, Dr. Kenneth. I know, but he needs you now. Kathy is gravely ill. Really? Didn't you know? But it's a matter of days now, perhaps hours. She can't be dying. Yes. Fever. Inflammation of the lungs. This intense cold and something else. Something else? Yes. I'd call it the will to die. If Kathy dies, I might begin to live. Isabella, begin to live. <laughs> In this house with Heathcliff, nothing can live. No, Henley. Nothing but hate. So you think the about it? begin to live. When Kathy dies, you won't. Oh, Hindley, what is it? This house, I can feel the hate within it like a crushing weight. Of course you can. And you, he hates you even more than he hates me. Stop it. He loathes you. Every time you kiss him, his heart breaks with rage that it's not Kathy. Isabella, Isabella, why don't you do what I've been too weak to do? Kill him. Don't talk to me. Get away. Kill him, kill him, while there's still time to save your immortal soul. <laughs> well, Henley, well, remarkable. <laughs> really, Henley, that's the first coherent speech I've heard from you in weeks. Please, Dad, I, I tried to stop oh, him. Thank you, my dear wife. Your loyalty is touching. Your curses will come home to feed on your own heart. <laughs> Every agony you've ever given will return. Last now, Heathcliff. There's no laughter in hell. Heathcliff, why do you have him here? My dear, existence would be so much less without my boyhood friend under my roof. Heathcliff, you poison yourself with paying him back. Send him away and love will come to this house. Kiss me, Heathcliff. Tell me you love me. Tell me, darling. Why? Why isn't there the smell of heather in your hair? Let me come near you, please. Can make you happy, my darling. Let me, please. You'll never regret letting me try. I'll bring life to you. Life and sunshine and freshness. Put your arms around me. Look into my eyes. Your eyes are empty. Like Linton's. They aren't empty. You look deeper. Look at me. I'm pretty. I'm a woman. Your heart to me. Just one. Oh, you know you. God. God, why did you give me life? What is it but hunger and pain? Mr. Sibella. What do you want here, Helen? I've come from Linton Manor to speak to Mr. Isabella. Then you'll do so in front of me. Her brother is asking that she come home for a visit. Oh, so he's lost some of his pride, has he? Well, there's none gone in this house. Please, Mr. Sibella. He needs you. Needs her? What is this, Ellen? Why does he need her? Let go of me. Kathy's ill. Yes. She's dying. Kathy's dying. Yes. She was dying. You're, You're not going to this. Yes, sir. Tell my horse. No. She belongs to Edgar. She belongs to me. If she's dying, let her die in his arms where she belongs. Let her die. Let her die. Now, who speaks of hate? Get out of my way. Yes, no. No. And there was a murmur from the height. A 
faraway and wild, heartbroken moan. The wings of Lucifer beat on the night. The soul of Lucifer wept all alone. Shall I read some more, darling? No, Edgar. Will you open the window, please? Won't it be too cold? Please. Of course, my darling. Help. No. No. 
I'll not comfort you. You deserve this. <laughs> Don't break my heart. I never broke your heart, Kathy. You broke it. And my tears, they don't love you, Kathy. They blight and they damn you. You loved me. What right? What right had you to throw away my love for that, that poor fancy thing you felt for him? I wonder if Misery and death and all evil could have never parted us, Kathy. You did that alone. You wandered off like a greedy child to break your own heart and mine. Was dead. Dead. By the castle. 
Might have been a stone crime. Yeah. However, did you know? Look down my history. This is really our castle now. And I will always be your queen. Remember, he said, your father was an emperor of China. And your mother a queen of India. We have our castle now, he said. And our love. Now... In a moment, our stars will return. Mr. Cummings will present his movie preview of the week. Thank you, Merv Oberon and Cameron Mitchell, for making Wuthering Heights even more memorable by your fine performance. And now may I introduce the great producer of motion pictures, an outstanding artist, gentleman and showman, Mr. Samuel Goldwyn. Thank you, Irving. I thoroughly enjoy the show. And Merle, dear, you were just wonderful. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Listening to you took me back to the time when we did the picture together. Your performance tonight was just as great as it was then. And thank you, Cameron Mitchell, for doing such a fine heat trip. Thank you. Wuthering Heights is still a great love story. The greatest ever told on the screen. Certainly is. Mr. Goldman, why don't you bring back Wuthering Heights? There are so many people who would like to see it. I expect to. Do bring it back, Sam. People are always asking me when they can see it again. And to see beautiful Mel Oberon in her lovely luxe complexion. <laughs> it is a luxe complexion, Irving. I was introduced to Lux when I first came here from England, and it's been my favorite toilet soap ever since. Well, now that we're on the subject of dolls, <laughs> when are you going to bring out guys and dolls? Sometime oh. next year, I'm preparing it now and expect to start photographing early next year. Guys and Dolls is one of the biggest hits on Broadway of the past few seasons. The rights to film it must have cost a lot. I understand you paid over a million dollars for the picture rights. That's right, I did. No wonder you're so careful with the casting. (laughs) (laughs) You certainly made an excellent choice in casting Marlon Brando as Kai Masterson. Will Marlon sing and dance? He will. The first time musical, but Marlon can do anything for my money. And for mine. <laughs> I just finished making a picture with him, and he's wonderful. I'm also interested in the girls' role. Don't you have anyone in mind for Miss Adelaide, Sam? I've made a decision. And I'm sure the public will delight it at my choice. And for your information, she'll have a lovely luxe complexion. <laughs> How about the part of Nathan Detroit? That will have to remain a secret. For a while. Well, I know the picture will be done as only Sam Goldwyn can do it, in a way that has always set such a high standard for all Hollywood to follow. Now, thank you, Irving. Now tell me, are you continuing with your high standard next week and presenting another great motion picture? Yes, Anne. It's one of Warner Brothers' finest pictures of last season, Edna Thurber's great novel, So Big. And as our stars, we will have one of the most accomplished artists in Hollywood. Ida Lupino, co-starring with one of our most handsome leading men, Robert Stack. That should be a wonderful show. Good night. Good night. It certainly will. Good night. Good night. And thanks for a great opening show. And best of luck to you, Sam. 
on Guys and Dogs. Twenty Century Fox Studios, whose current release is the Cinemascope production, The Egyptian, and will soon be seen in Mervyn Leroy's production, Strange Lady in Town. Heard in our cast tonight were Jeanette Nolan as Ellen, Joan Banks as Isabella, Whitfield Connor as Edgar Linton, Shepard Menken as Hindley, and Barry Curtis, Issa Ashdown, Christopher Cook, Leo Britt, Polly Bear, Ben Wright, Eric Snowden, and Eddie Marr. Our music was directed by Rudy Schrager. Lever Brothers Company unconditionally guarantees the quality and performance of its products all your money refunded. This is your announcer, Ken Carpenter, reminding you to join us again next Tuesday night to hear So Big, starring Ida Lupino and Robert Sack. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.